Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and thanks for listening to another episode of our show. Today, we are talking all about the extracurricular activities that are out there and whether or not they are even necessary. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They are an amazing curriculum, and we encourage you to check them out. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, hi, everyone. As you can tell, I do not have my coat on. I've got short sleeves on and I've got a healthy sunburn glow on my face. Ben, I can tell you have a little bit of sun, too, from Easter Sunday. Uh, we had a great uh, we've had great weather for, uh, I don't know, for the last three, two, two or three days. Um, it's been awesome. I was looking on the weather even this evening. We were only like three degrees different than Orlando. <laughs> so that was awesome. Nice. Um, so we're loving this. Um, uh, even though I'm, I'm not at my peak podcast game right now because we just had one of those things uh, before I came out to get on the, the um, mic here. Uh, because tomorrow's a birthday, and sometimes along with every birthday comes a little birthday drama of how everything's not working out and nobody likes me. <laughs> you know. It's just exhausting. Uh, and as your kids get older and older, you kind of expect them to act older and older. Uh, so when they're not acting that way, you're like, come on. And so I feel like we just, I feel a little <laughs> weary yeah. uh, right now. So uh, anyway, That's I don't a- know. But tomorrow, tomorrow's a big birthday day and... Uh, uh, I we love the idea of celebrating our kids because we love being their parents. We love having them in our lives, and we do want it to make a special day. But we really made a mistake when we started giving them a birthday. We should have just treated the day like every other day and for, forgot about it, you know. Uh, so, but it's good. We got our uh, first of eight weekends that uh, we're going to be busy uh, speaking all over the country. We're starting real close to home uh, in Waterloo, Indiana, uh, here in that area for DASH. Um, I'm not sure what that stands for. I think homeschool or home educators or home is in there at the end. Um, but if I think it's DeKalb, maybe area Christian homeschoolers, maybe. That's no, not a C. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but anyway. It's amazing. Uh, but if you're in the Waterloo area, you can look it up under Dash. It should be a really, really fun time. It's good to just be a quickie on Saturday afternoon. Um, but then we're going to be all over. We're going to be down in um, uh, over at Mache at uh, uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, we're excited about that. And then uh, something, Round Rock, Texas um, after that. And then... Uh, from points beyond, I think Alaska after that. So we're excited. We're excited, which I think I mentioned this last time, but uh, I was just on the yeah, talking to somebody uh, about speaking at their graduation. And I think I mentioned that if you'd like me to speak at your homeschool graduation, we do a lot of them. I'm doing several of them this year. Um, you know, there's a way that we can even record it and uh, you could be, you know, show it to a, your two graduates or your 30 graduates. And it's super affordable, and uh, uh, it's going to be a really fun thing. Or if you're starting to plan because the world's opening back up, Ben was just telling me they had a Texas Rangers game today or real recently, and it was uh, lots of people there. So we're excited about that. But if you're starting to think, if you're a co-op leader or uh, you know have some influence there, uh, you could have me come and speak to your kickoff group in the fall. 
um, because that's always a great time, September and October, and we're going to have our October is going to be a little more open this year because we're doing things a little different for our fall loop. Um, but we're, we'd love to be considered for that. You can go to the smilinghomeschooler.com and you can, yes, Ben. Well, you don't have to, I just meant when you're done. <laughs> oh, you're raising your finger, like stop talking. No. <laughs> um, so you can go there and click on the about page, which I think has some stuff for speaking. If you'd like a little sample, or if you just need some encouragement, um, I just saw someone who had ordered a free copy of our This We Believe um, uh, audio that you can download that for free. Just go to our website again to the store and click out the MP3 downloads and uh, you can get that for free and have loads of those encouragement. So, no, I was just, this is a totally different topic, totally different note and not as uh, great and awesome, but I was just thinking if, if anyone knows uh, or is aware of Vody Bakum, uh, he uh, is having heart problems and they had done a, he's a big, uh, big speaker, Christian speaker, also spoken in the homeschool arena. Um, just, mm-hmm. you know, maybe pray for him and his family. They, they had, uh, he had major heart issues, uh, I mean, literally, they thought either heart transplant or they did an experimental treatment, which seems to be have gone pretty well. But he had another setback where uh, one of his main arteries is clogged, so they're going to have to do a bypass of that. Um, and then hopefully that'll be it for at least now so they don't have to do a heart transplant. So just, uh, you know, prayers for their his recovery. And, I mean, he's definitely a great voice. And uh, since he is part of the homeschool community, I just thought I'd mention that. So, Yeah. How about we pray for him right now? Let's sure. do that. Dear God, we just pray for Vodi, and we ask that you would just um, touch him, um, because even though the the Christian community may need him, his family needs him even more. And I pray for him as a dad to dad and a husband. Uh, I pray that you would be gracious and merciful, and that you would just heal him, help his family not to be afraid, help him not to be afraid, help him them all to trust in you, give the doctors wisdom and knowing what their step next steps are and i pray that they would work and we give you the glory in your name we pray amen amen well ben that's a good time to make make a transition uh because we're going to talk about extracurricular activities and uh, we'll start by saying that is spelled in one word because uh, ben was asking me is that one word i'm checking. like might be <laughs> so uh, I view spelling as an extracurricular activity, <laughs> um, but uh, extracurricular means beyond or added to those standards, you know, uh, math and English and literature, social studies and science. Um, but again, you know, they're the things that we're, you know, we teach every day, but those things that maybe we add to that don't fit in those categories. Um, because I know there's a lot of stress, uh, on us parents that we have to add all of those things. And we're like, I don't have time to add them. I don't have time to add spelling, let alone, you know, something extra. And, uh, Ben, you were kind of, this is kind of your thought. What, what were you thinking when we, uh, in this, that to start this discussion? Well, I mean, you know, I, I didn't go to school, but I know a lot of people and maybe you can even speak to this is, you know, how many things were you involved in back in the day? But it seems like uh, there is a lot of expectations slash pressure slash kids wanting to of so many different things, whether it's playing instruments, whether it's, you know, sports is a big one. Um, there's, I mean, there's tons of different things, whether it's, you know, debate class or even homeschooling co-op is, you know, is kind of an extracurricular. Um, and, you know, it can be anything. What do you fill in the blank? 
but I mean, I feel like it can just become all-consuming almost in a way. Uh, but I mean, maybe speak to even what, what, how many? I mean, was that something common, you know, in school when you even when you were in, you know? I mean, because it seems like you were involved oh, yeah. in a lot. Uh, I know yeah. my boss and all his kids are just nonstop. You know, what's that look like? Do you think? I mean, of course. Uh, you know, we did all the regular sports things. Uh, I played football. I played basketball. I was on the track team. I was in the winter track team. I was on the swimming team. Uh, one year, which was the hardest sport in my whole life, and I threatened to quit after the second practice. I thought I couldn't do it. Um, you know, we had practices in the morning. We had practices in the afternoon. I had my parents had to drive me there. I had to be there like at 6:30 in the morning, and uh, you know, all winter long, we had band. I was in a band, so we had marching band practice before school started. I had practice after school started. I was in the um, whatever, the pit orchestra. So we had to practice for those. We were in plays. Um, you know, I wasn't in choir, but I, if we had, we had done those and, um, there were, it was filled with extracurricular activities. Um, and then, so when we got to homeschooling, we were like, this is awesome. Why do we have to do these? Why would we want to do these things? Um, because, you know, we were limited time and, uh, we didn't have to follow any kind of rules, but there is a lot of pressure. I can remember one family member saying, well, it's too bad they're not in school because, you know, then they could be involved in sports and all those other fun things. So, yes, Ben, I was in lots of stuff. You know, at the time, I didn't think it was lots of stuff. I didn't care if my dad had to pick me up after school or take me early in the morning. I didn't care. I was selfish. I was like the birthday boy you know it was all about me i could care less about anybody else but so let's talk about extracurricular activities now um and one maybe thing, go ahead ben well i was just wondering because like and it's not only don't do them there's no point because like obviously I think there is benefit in music and I think sports can be fun and stuff like that. So, I mean, I also want to like, you know, one of my main questions would be, do you think it should be completely parent driven? Do you think it should be completely kid driven, you know, in terms of they want to play the instrument, so then they, you, you, you know, let them do that. Or do you think it should be, you know, you say, Hey, we want our kids to play piano. So we have them do that, you know? And then also at what point do you because like i think there's also probably a, a line where you go okay if you're playing an instrument or whatever and they choose to do it you do have to practice even if you don't want to only that's not the only your desire is not the only thing you know regulating whether you do something or not i mean that's just in general i mean you whether it was us helping you around the house or chores or whatever a lot of that is you know stuff that we wouldn't necessarily do every day completely happily you know but you knew that we had to stick at some stuff so is there a lot, you know, what do you think on that as well? So maybe kind of go through the whole thing. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's a line, you know, is it, is it parent directed? Always, you know, uh, our kids wouldn't do anything if we didn't make them. I mean, my brothers all loved sports, but they wouldn't have ever played if my parents hadn't said, Hey, we think you'd really enjoy it. So we're going to have you play. And some of them said, I don't want to play, but they had to anyway. I have a brother uh, who didn't want to be in the band and my Parents said, you have to be in band just for a little while to see if you like it. And, um, you know, so yes, is it parent directed? Yes. Is it also child? Uh, maybe not directed, but, right. but, but could it be child initiated? Sure. You know, uh, and maybe child motivated? Yes. Um, 
Uh, I know lots of homeschoolers who back in the day, uh, it was like every homeschooler had to play the harp and so, or some kind of stringed instrument. So parents got on that old classical violin bandwagon and they bought harps and, and cellos and violins and some other kids could care less about those things. So, you know, I think it is kind of a, a both, both and maybe both or, um, but to me, it's even bigger than whether they like to or whether they don't like to or whether, you know, I mean, cause it's really, it's about family, even in that. And it's about, do we have time for that? Because like you already kind of mentioned, Ben, uh, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't take very much before you're going 50 different directions because there are some kids who want to be in everything. I mean, Jed asked me yesterday, Dad, can I play football? And I just looked at him and said, no, you can't play football. And he's like, okay, you know, and it was just real easy um, because we played basketball. This is, uh, we played it a couple of years. This is our first real team basketball. And I hated every minute of it. Um, even though my kids, they loved it. They thought it was fun for different reasons. Um, Cal, who's might be having a birthday tomorrow. Um, he was like, he just liked the social interaction. He was totally okay. The very first practice we were out and we went to like the call out meeting and everybody's out there playing basketball. And I'm like, Cal, why don't you go out and play basketball? And he goes, I don't want, like playing basketball. And I'm like, why are we doing this? And, uh, he just like, he said, I'd be happy being the mascot, but Jed, I mean, he loves it. He loves everything about it, you know? And so for Jed. I want to encourage him in those things, but at the same time, I want to give him limits in those things because he would take, he would totally go all out. He'd play every single sport and he'd play them as hard and as often as you could. Well, I want him to know that when he's an adult, he's probably not going to be a professional, you know, athlete. So I want him to find again, we've talked about this in the past. I want him to find his joy in family stuff. So, you know, I would not cave in in thinking that you have to do everything um, or anything. I know there you were t you mentioned Ben about co-ops. I know moms who say I don't want to be in a co-op. You know, I, I just don't have time. That's not me. I don't like I don't need to be around other moms all the time. I don't need, you know, my kids to be around all the other kids. I just don't want to do that. And they feel guilty. I know they do. Um, and that's okay to be who you are. I know Ben, um, and maybe you would have liked to played some of those games because you know we traveled super extensively when you were a little kid, and so we didn't do much. I mean, you did t-ball, and uh, you know I didn't see yeah. your professional status, you know, glowing out there. So yeah, uh, I would have probably been not maybe Cal because I'm more maybe more competitive in that way, but I wouldn't have liked the the structure to that extent, I don't think. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, uh, Mel, uh, Mia posted something and just like, she goes, uh, these extra things are a way we can let our kids use their God-given gifts or pursue their God-given gifts. Uh, she said, she's like, we only did one thing and they real or we only did things they were really interested in and only one thing at a time, which I thought was a good point is, you know, if you're, you know, is maybe out yeah, kind of trying to keep it a little bit in in hand, you know, because otherwise I think it can get out of out of hand quickly. Um, you know, one thing I was thinking is I I appreciated also that you guys were okay if we did start something like when I started playing banjo for a couple of years. Is 
He it's, was in the marching band yeah, show. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. As not forcing something that doesn't seem to be working, you know, just because you wanted it to happen. You know, if you really wanted your child to be an incredible violinist or, uh, you know, pro football player, and it just is not, they don't have the passion. I don't, and you can tell that's clearly not their thing. Then I, I don't think that pushing it above all else or forcing it because every one of my kids is going to be a gifted, you know, uh, piano player, you know, that could cost some relationship potentially. And I think also, uh, it may not end up in the long term actually bringing much fruit. So that's something I appreciate in our family is because some you know, of your kids are just no talent bums. Yeah, exactly. They just don't have As, you know, when eventually we hit a point where it was like, okay, we've tried this for a while. It's clearly not our thing. You know, we were okay with cutting the losses and kind of being like, okay, that's fine. You know, you gave it a shot and if you don't love it, then that's okay. You know, so I, I appreciated that. But, And I think sometimes too, you know, that we as homeschoolers, we can think outside the box again and how we do some of these extracurricular activities. I know early on, we weren't really excited about, I mean, we traveled a lot because of, you know, in our RV. And so that, that was hard to be involved in a lot of things. But we did want to... We wanted the outlet for some sports. So we played volleyball with a family that was, you know, just in town from us. We didn't play it all the time. Sometimes we had them over for kickball, you know, Um, and Ben, I assume you remember all that. And, you know, so we wanted some of those things that we kind of thought we'll give them outlets, but maybe it won't be on an organized team sport. Um, uh, You know, I know that Ben uh, started a volleyball group really was part of that and it's still going at 10 years later probably and it's i don't know how many kids are there a lot a hundred yeah and so i mean and this is every week and our kids do that and so they get that um they you know get that outlet um without maybe the huge huge commitment um i know maggie was on a volleyball team this year and she really liked it but it was a huge commitment and and again, there were times I thought, man, this thing is too stinking long. Uh, I'm in the old upwards days, upwards basketball, where they had eight, eight weeks, <laughs> eight practices, eight games, you know, it's boom. Um, so I like that. Or even like, uh, uh, you know, in your co-op, maybe you do some sports things in a co-op. Maybe it's not just um, during gym time, even though I love gym time, I'm in charge of our co-op gym time you know and we'll play games tomorrow um but i try to make it a lot of fun and and fairly competitive so they feel like they get some outlet for that uh again and that kind of fills the need not only just for the sports but also for for that interaction with other kids yeah well real quick here i just want to do take a quick minute to thank teaching textbooks uh for uh sponsoring spine homeschooler you know they've been they've been sponsoring us for a couple years now um and the reason we really reached out in the first place to even kind of do this with them is because we believe in what they uh what their curriculum is uh we found that it worked the best in our family and you know my mom and all of us were already recommending them for years so it seemed felt like a really natural fit we weren't just making something up when we tell people to go check out teaching textbooks um and it's just gotten better and better i mean i used it back when it still involved the book uh and now it's you know completely online based you can you just log into it from any device that has internet browser uh 
Uh, it works extremely well, uh, has a ton of features. You can work out the problems right within the program on a sketchboard. Uh, and the part I really liked is that as you went through a lecture, you actually had to interact and fill out the problems. You couldn't just zone out. You actually had to interact with it or else it wouldn't move forward. So for me, that was super helpful because I actually had to interact in like hands-on experience and not just listen to something and then try to just do it after the fact. So uh, a really amazing math curriculum. We appreciate them. Uh, we believe in what they are trying to do over there. And uh, if you haven't checked them out, you should go over to teachingtextbooks.com. They have a free demo over there. So uh, we really appreciate them. Uh, Heather said here, I was going to sign my kids up for sports, but when the kids looked at the schedule, they realized they were going to be gone every night. And they said, but when will we help dad with the garden? So we didn't sign them up and they would rather be with dad. And she's like, that's golden. So uh, I think that's that's awesome. So yeah, maybe it's even something like, what about you know stuff around the house? I mean, do you think... Uh, I think those kind of things could be awesome, fun family learning experience and our quote unquote extracurricular. If you want to do mm -hmm. something like that, uh, maybe think outside the box and like dad was just saying and, you know, start a, a flower garden or whatever else you want to do as long as it doesn't stress you out. <laughs> you know, and, and again, I think sometimes we, that we shouldn't even use those words extracurricular. Because extracurricular sounds like you kind of have to do that after you've done the regular school. Now you have the freedom to do some non-regular school. You can add more school. And I just think it's part of life. Um, you know, I don't see really, and this is 100% integrity. I do not see any difference um, from doing math and when my wife uh, is showing my son how to play you know dribble basketball i don't see any difference i don't see any difference when they're when they're playing a game or uh if he's playing the banjo or if they're doing gym or if they're doing anything else um you know i think it's totally okay to think that it's all one big thing and there shouldn't be any guilt um i would do the things that bring you joy that bring your children joy and that um contribute to what you'd like to uh, see for them in the future. I know people who, you know, they will maybe play sports thinking that somehow it adds something to their lives. I'm just not positive that it did that. You know, I, you know, I'll say, oh, people will say, oh, it just lets them, you know, uh, uh, learn how to be on a team or learn how to uh, contribute. and. You know, that sounds awfully nice and grand. Um, I'm not sure that I learned any of those things. Maybe I did, maybe. Um, I know there are other curric uh, extracurricular things, even though I shouldn't be using that term now. Um, one we didn't cover that a lot of homeschoolers do, Ben, and probably something you would have been great at, is debate. Um, have you ever thought, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, real quick before we go to that, I was just thinking like, this is my theory, because one of the ones I hear the most often uh, from public schoolers is why sports is so important is because it teaches you to work hard, you know, like you have to really put effort in. And my theory, and this could be completely wrong, and you can tell me what you think, but is that may be true when you are at school all day long, and when you get home, you have homework, and you very 
don't interact with your uh, family maybe quite as much and you don't, uh, you know, if you're not working on other things around the house or whatever else it may be, that may be one of the only ex- things where you actually have to be pushed to really work hard. Um, you know, that may be true, but honestly, like, I think there's so many much more value, like uh, Heather was saying, like helping their dad outside, I think can teach you mm-hmm. how to work hard too. I don't think you have to be part of a sports team to understand how to work hard, but it may require a lot of involvement from, you know, your dad, from the dad or, or from the mom or whatever and pushing in areas like, you know, dad would make us bark the yard and we hated it, or at least I didn't like it. It took us like all year <laughs> long and when we weren't very good at it, but you know, stuff like that does, uh, teach you how to work hard without having to be involved every single day in sports. That's just one I've heard a lot, but that's, that would be my, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think, again, that's kind of one of those grandiose things that they're trying to attach some significance to that. And it's not even necessarily wrong that it doesn't, but uh, it's not the only way. No, sure. I would just say it's fun. You like to do it. Right. Um, but and I, I know, again, like I started to say some we had family members who said, oh, it would be nice if they could be in regular school so they could take advantage of all these things. Same thing like prom or uh, you know, having a school locker, you know, you don't have to do it for those memories. I think our kids have their own wonderful memories. Um, and theirs are going to be totally different. You know, they may not know how to shoot a basketball and that's okay. You know, um, and, uh, you know, as we were, I had mentioned debate, um, and, and I know debaters will say, oh, if you want to be, you know, anything, you got to debate. And I know there are probably some moms on here who have, have had their kids in debate. Again, if that's something that you really want to do, go for it. Um, if you, that sounds a little too intense for you, which it sounds a little intense to me. I spoke at one of their state meetings down or national meetings down in Georgia and in Atlanta. And I'm like, these kids are nuts, uh, you know, and their parents are nuts um, because they were intense. Um, so, yeah, I'm not that way. I'm not that way. I mean, yeah, I don't think it's wrong or anything like that. I mean, uh, I think the principle behind it's great because I think the idea is to help, you know, ki- people think logically to, you know, think through stuff. Uh, I think that's a super healthy thing to have, uh, especially this day and age where stuff is force fed that's completely baloney. So, I mean, I think it's important to be able to like think through something and kind of come up with your thoughts on it. Uh, but that's just general communication, I think as well. But yeah, I mean, it's a really intense thing. And I mean, honestly, that can be as time consuming as anything else. But uh, again, that would be, I think, really make sure your kid wants that, you know, and it's not just something you're pushing because I don't think that is every kid by any means. And I think most people would know that, that, you know, not every kid's going to be probably super, super into that. But because other people, that is the most terrifying thing in the world is having to like go up against someone, you know, whether it's in, uh, you know, in front of other people and uh, that that can be, that can be really tough. So uh, I don't know, but I've never done it, but I mean, I probably would have maybe enjoyed it, but it's never something that really, uh, it's almost seems I'm honestly like not someone who loves something that's like super overly serious. Uh, when people like take something too seriously, I'm just kind of like, okay. So, uh, 
my Mia said my kids debate every time they want something and I say no. So yeah, you can totally exactly, and you can do exactly. that with your kids. I mean, I really appreciated that dad. You know, we would argue about stuff. He didn't just say whatever. He would kind of push back, and we'd kind of you know go back and forth a little bit. And I think that is yeah, really I hated helpful. it all. I hated every time. I wish yeah. he'd just say okay, dad. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> but at the same time, I do think it is helpful to teach your child to some extent on how to think uh, for oh, their own and not I just agree. be uh, you know whatever they're whatever they hear is is what they do uh melanie said two of my boys excuse me boys did bowling this season uh she said one of my sons was a triple a hockey player until 16u then he just left it he was done now he plays guitar we avoid team sports now and do more family hikes and bike rides our family experience is much better now and we aren't spending 75 percent of our effort in one sport so i thought that was uh that was a good uh, real world example so but no, I mean, yeah. hey, we're out of time, and I was looking at all your comments. Your comments are all amazing. Um, really, I think you know the whole the, the whole thing is this is this is the beauty of homeschooling. You can do whatever you want with your kids, whatever brings you joy, whatever makes you smile, whatever you believe is best for your children. Go ahead and do it. And if you don't want to do some of those things, don't do them, and don't feel guilty. You just because again, God made you smart enough to figure this all out. Um, so l- listen to your children, listen to your spouse, and listen to God and uh, that little voice that He's put inside you, and then do it. Uh, and of course, don't forget to smile. Thanks for joining us this week. Hopefully, you felt encouraged. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to message us over on Facebook. Also, don't forget to head on over to our website for a free audiobook. Lastly, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this Mind Homeschooler. They are an amazing math curriculum that is sure to help make you smile. For a free demo, go over to teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.